for. Dancing your body, I'm grabbing your ass, enjoying the moment 'cause life moves too fast. I'm looking forward, ignoring the past. These are the times that we'll laugh looking back. I'm getting lucky like coins in a well. Goodbye to my haters, I'm wishing you well. This is my man, if you couldn't tell, this is our life and we living it well. Late nights in the city, causing hell. Burn this bitch into the ground, oh well. All we got tonight, let's do this right. Let's do this right. Let's go to paradise. This shit be like Friday nights. This shit make me feel alive. Feel like we in paradise. Paradise. Don't know if it's a drink I'm yeah. Sun up Saturday music. Feel good music. You know why? Because it does. Is it does? You are here with us at just a dope ass podcast. What gets more paradise like than this? Sitting here listening to today, I am the ninth wonder, aka lipstick on the draws, King Carter, DC himself. <laughs> And my main man um, holding it down out there in in the Southwest, the great state of Texas. Chad Awesome, aka Ball Wisdom himself. Welcome here to Just a Dope Ass Podcast on this wonderful. Well, it's sunny here. Yeah, I can't talk about where you are. Uh, hopefully, it's sunny there too. Y'all light out there. Y'all nice and nice and bright. Yeah, it was sunny. I mean, like it's now. It's like, so it's like that afternoon look, but no, nah, it's been sunny for the past, you know, south dude, south. So like, it'll rain for like thirty minutes, real good, and be like, all right, nigga, we done. Okay, yeah, that that, that warm rain that come real quick, hit you in the mouth, and then be out. This, yeah, this- it'd be like I think like, like it did it like three days, like back to back. It was like I don't know, like eleven thirty, rain like a motherfucker, <laughs> like twelve forty five. It was like all right. Try- we're good. That was it. That's it for the day. That sounded about right. A little, a little God sneeze. Just a little God sneeze. Honestly, that's, yeah. A little God sneeze is the quote <laughs> of the day. That's, yeah. God. <laughs> Sorry, y'all. Here y'all go. Y'all go ahead and handle that. Well, as long as you straight mm-hmm. up there. If you are listening or watching live, if you're listening live on the Good News Radio app, let us know what the weather's looking like where you are. Let us know if it's a bright, sunny, wonderful day and if it is paradise where you are. And if you're watching live here, streaming on YouTube or Facebook, be sure to let us know in the comments the same. I'm not going to repeat the question because you should have been paying attention, goddammit. But if you were not, again, let us know what's going on with you. We love you. We appreciate you for being here on another episode. Where do we start off? Because I got a lot of stuff that like we can tap into. And it's just like, do I want to start on a positive note? Do I? I mean, well, granted, all of it's positive to me because we just having a conversation. So, um, go ahead. I know that we've talked about a lot. I know there's been a lot going on. I mean, the fucking the thing at the top of literally everybody's list. Like, obviously, I just got tired of being fucking homeless. So, um, I went to a haircut, and like, obviously, you know, 
Everybody's in there talking, you know, barbershop talk. And right before I left, because they was watching some fucking scary film or whatever, and it was cool. Everybody was shooting shit. But right before I left, niggas was like, gonna cut on that Dave Chappelle. I was like, motherfuckers. Because this, this is where the conversation's been. Y'all motherfuckers are finna get to talking. Mm-hmm. It was at least good. You haven't seen it. And like two, it was two, yeah, two dudes plus me who was seen it. We was kind of talking about it for like the last five or ten minutes, but that obviously is just like <clears throat> the fucking Dave is an evil motherfucker. He out here. And <clears throat> I just I've watched it twice now. Like the first time as a fan. The second time to be like, okay, man, maybe I was just laughing because I'm a Dave Chappelle fan. Maybe I miss things that I like, you know, I'm not part of said communities, but I like to think I'm like, you know, an ally, like, you know, I'm not whatever. And I just was like, all right, maybe he says some wild shit. And I don't know, the second time around, I'm like, if I'm looking at it through the lens of, I don't know, man, if you had, um, I don't know, fucking uh, some analyst from, from CNN say it, you might have had a point, but a comedian, a comedian of his caliber with what I mean by like, you know, just the ability to weave I want to make you think, but I want to make you laugh. He's done specials where it's just like a mad thing piece. I'm like, this is not, you just are choosing to miss his point. You know what I'm saying? Like you can, we can all argue you don't like how it was presented. And if that's the case, honestly, like he said about that little joke about the woman following to his car, then don't watch his comedy. Cause like <clears throat> there are things that I might not like that like when I have like certain white uh, comedians say shit about black people, but I was like in the scheme of, making things funny for the sake of funny and also making things funny, especially if they're doing the whole, you're really leaning into that whole comic to make you think thing. Like, Oh, the whole modern day philosopher shit. I'm like, nobody's doing it like Dave. So his shit didn't seem like I'm really shitting on this. group. I have an opinion. I have an opposing opinion to the general norm. And if anything, we could have a discussion about it, but it's not, I didn't take it as, I'm going out of my way to belittle and berate this community, especially that last week. The fact that people use that last like ending of the thing where he talked about his friend in <clears throat> that thing, he says, y'all on the internet, he didn't say that, but it was kind of like the people who were bullying her were not us. It was the people in her community. And like, you know, then unfortunately, you know, committed suicide, but it's like, that was my, he said, and he, and even that little things like that, like he used the proper pronouns and he never was like, my comedy's like, that was my real fucking friend off some shit that we were just two human beings. And I'm like, y'all are, I don't know, it feels like a, it feels really, really like you went out of your way to miss the point. Like you found every little minor detail to argue. Like, I don't like this, but you're complete, like you're purposely going against context. You don't even want to, to me, I don't even know if that's for the betterment of your people. You just want to fight things because you're not looking for, I just want to fight. So I don't like that. But what about in context, what he said? If you listen to what he said, I don't understand the missing of the context. Like, that is, that's, I don't know, man, Team Dave, man. Y'all wild. At what point in time do people stop hearing what they want to hear for the sake of their own argument and actually hear the information that is conveyed? I, mm, <laughs> that's yeah. Uh, I think I guess that depends on the person's motivations for having the conversation in the first place. If you have the conversation and it's to, you know, I'm having it with friends, I'm having it to 
you know, uh, to push thought, not to even sound like, you know, some weird philosophical Jordan Peterson, but I have an opinion on this topic about, you know, about black stuff, about relationship stuff. It's to better the scenario, not even to better me, not even to better, like, selfishly. If your goals are to get your shit off and get your shit off means I'm mad and I want you motherfuckers to feel it. I want to, like, if it's a selfish desire, if you're aware enough to at least recognize selfish desire, maybe don't have a conversation. Or if I know that I'm going to have this talk and I'm going to get triggered and not be able to listen to other perspectives, you probably shouldn't have a conversation. So to answer the question, I feel like people have to start kind of understanding that. What you what you saying this for? What are you saying that to them for? Because it's not to defend or push a positive narrative forward or to change minds or to whatever. You want to fight. And this is your level of fighting. And that just might not be necessary. I think it might be even more than just what are you saying this for? Because what did you hear is important as well. Well, comprehension is at an all time low. So <laughs> comprehension and <laughs> accountability. Because <laughs> like I, I, going back to what you said about the whole day situation. Like you got to do some major tap dance to misconstrue what this man was saying. Like I can see if you commenting on the situation and you didn't see it and you're just following excerpts of what you saw, which I saw a couple people post some stuff and me having seen the whole special. It's like Dave said this and you play literally two seconds of him saying that, but zero context before or after. It's like, oh, you're tailoring this in a certain manner for a reason. You're not talking about what he actually said. You're taking sound bites to justify you being pissed off at absolutely nothing to continue to demonize an individual because you don't want to listen. You don't have the ability to comprehend. So is it really somebody being, quote unquote, homophobic towards you or transphobic or whatever the case is? Or is it just you're stupid? Like you're stupid. You're 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 going out of your way to do something that is completely necessary. You as an individual, I won't say the entire community because there have been people to speak out in support of Dave, and there have been people obviously to speak uh, speak out to demonize Dave. So I can't speak for the entire community, especially as somebody that's not a member of the community, unless you count Polly, because technically they throw Polly in there. So hey, <laughs> but other than that, like I'm not a part of the trans community, so I can't speak up for them but you can look at an individual basis and be like the person i wrote this post you're an idiot like i can see that you you really didn't comprehend what was being said i think one it's definitely you're an idiot for some two i think it's lazy because even me for people i don't like i've said this line before like i don't know i'm not a fucking uh who's a stupid motherfucker i don't i don't like ben shapiro i'm not a ben shapiro person but if i see a clip of his before i Fire off on some shit. And I've said a lot of wild shit about bro action. I think about it. I go watch, ten, even if it's 10 minutes and I'm like, fuck, this is the dumbest shit ever. I need to at least allow this person 10 minutes to get their perspective off. Right. I'm well within my rights to disagree and shit on it. I was Shout out to Diddy. Like I was having a conversation with Diddy here about it. And it was like, nobody's arguing that you can't shit on a thing. But if you shit on a thing and don't actively listen to what's being said and flesh out those opinions, then you really you're kind of acting like a child. Like you're not really paying attention and you're not going in for, and once, you know, making, making some time to therapy, you need to address your shit because yes, you've been traumatized. Yes. You've been beat down. Yes. You've been whatever, 
but you cannot approach every conversation from the space of everybody's fucking with me. Some people may not understand, or somebody might have a really good thing, but your whole, your entire fuel is I will fuck with anybody opposite me. And that is literally like, I don't know if there's, a, if there's any other way to like stunt growth or regress it, then it's that. Because the whole way you get more, you get better is like, oh, you know, I never thought about it that way. Okay, cool. And learn discernment. It's a fucking strong, it's a stark, stark difference between, oh, they're saying something I don't like, but it makes sense and it's going to make me get better. And this motherfucker trying me. Because I'm all for stomping the motherfucker ears together that's trying you, but know the difference. And we motherfuckers don't really know the difference. At all. I, I want to ask this. Or even just ask your opinion of it. How much of a hindrance do you think the victim mentality that we have floating over our society today plays in comprehension and communication? Huge. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm and I'm not putting I'm not pointing this at any fucking particular group. Um, as I've said, you know, just down, down, dancing around in the fucking clubhouse shit. Uh, I haven't done it in like. I, I took like a couple of days not fucking with it, and I was listening yesterday even. And it was one of these groups, and it was just like the group off top was like something clickbaitish, like black women aren't dateable, they just fuckable, or some shit like that. Right. And in the group, it's a flurry of men who are just like, these bitches hurt me and did me dirt, nasty, dirty, fuck ass, dirty, fuck ass, bitch, fuck ass, dirty ass, raggedy asshole. And it's like, all right, we get it. Women suck or whatever. But then they start to honestly finally tell us it's the only way, it's the only silver lining I'm giving them. I'm giving them a little, little bit. Couldn't stay long, they got on my nerves. But as they started talking a little more, it starts to flesh out. I'm, it got to, I'm hurt. And I'm like, oh, okay. See, I'm hurt is a way better stance than these dirty ass bitches is whatever. Because now it's like, okay, you're hurt, you're hurt because she fucking did you wrong. And then it started to have, even though it was a little whatever, like, I should have never been fucking with that. All right, cool. Now we can work and I shouldn't have been fucking with that because she might not have been a trash person. She could have been, or she could have been every bit of an airhead that you thought, but you said booty ass. And you said, she said she wants to submit. And then you got this whole submission thing and y'all got married for two or three years and you realize, well, damn, nigga, like, all she really know how to do is fuck and, like, talk at me. Like, she doesn't listen. She doesn't know how to go get... Like, she has no real qualities of part. So that's your fault. But all of our communities are, like, coming from a space of this thing fucked me up. I had no I had no part in the fuck up, in the bullshit. And everybody come unto me. And it's like, at least in the at some point, take accountability for your part in your own bullshit. Then take accountability in part of, like, your, your perspective... I can't even call it right or wrong. It is limited to your experiences. That's how I did it. Who gives a shit? You are from, uh, what the fuck, Arkansas? You're a seventh generation. You niggas have never left past, you know, a hundred mile radius. Great. You are from um, LA. That's great. Just because you're from LA, you might have left your six block ratio. Like You've never really left outside of your city. You ain't never left outside wise. You took a couple trips to Mexico. You went to the fucking, went to the resort in fucking uh, Jamaica. You're not cultured, dickhead. You ride jet skis. That's all the fuck you've done. You have, you know nothing.
Okay, we are back. Just stay on your side of the road. Like, if you, like, you are gay or trans or whatever for you, not for me. Oh, black man! Yeah, I, I appreciate you for uh, continuing on the conversation. Probably you. I'm going to run my mouth. Go no, go ahead and run it because I'm. I think it's something going on with the Wi-Fi over here. So they go it might be. Though. No, um, it it's, it said it like oh no internet cut off shut down and then I gotta leave and come back. I don't know what it is, but either way, yo it's the feds. Yo they we said we like Dave and them niggas in the fucking. Yeah, do, 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 do. They, that's powerful. But no, I, I was actually saying like as somebody like this is good like I'm in that community right. Talk a lot, like personally and on air about. I don't necessarily give a shit. Like, if you don't want to get shot in the streets, they have power structures and all that. But just as like a ideal, I don't really give a shit if insert racist white comic or whatever gets on stage and like niggers are dumb or whatever. Like, you just gonna like respect me in my presence, like or I'll beat you the fuck up. But like, if if they were on stage, I wouldn't let that like just. Throw away their fucking special. I don't know, man. I just won't watch it. Like, I guess that's also weird to me, too, that, like, the entire deplatform this man, it's like, it was a lot of effort. Like, it's not tons, but, like, I'll be on Netflix. I click through a lot of shit. To actively click on, you know, uh, John O. Swanson's comedy special, Niggers Be Nigging the Nigger Up. Like, I looked, I asked for that. Like, if I go to insert, right, and I said... It was like, the niggas be nigging on the nick knobs. Watch my special. And then I watched it and I was like, he was racist. Well, then fuck. Even though, even, even if he was like, even though like he still, he said, I don't know. It just, it's hard to even make that parallel for the Dave shit. Because it's like, he said, your friends, things that are commented, but he said mad, just dialogue that wasn't funny. It's like, listen to us. I have no right. issue with it. Like, I'm like, what's wrong with you? That would be my beef or, or my, my different take on it. Because in your example, like you're literally going to give your attention to somebody that is speaking hate speech. Like there is no blurring the line. Niggas is this, niggas is that. Like, yeah. Fuck you niggas the whole nine yards. Like clan talk. I'm, I know that that's what I'm clicking on. This man, and you're like, for four straight specials, he's been bashing trans people. No, he hasn't. For four straight specials, he has referenced the community to tell them stop misinterpreting what he's saying. And you're doing the exact thing that he's been talking about for four specials and you still do not get it. Just like I said, I, I watched it and like, I don't know if you caught it, but like the, the two uh, white ladies that were like in the third row or some shit yeah. from the front, like just sitting. When I watched it again, I looked at them like, and there were times that they even laughed. But they like picked in charge. That's, like, that's, not, that's not funny. <laughs> no, no, no. It's okay to laugh, but the, like they sat there scowling. So you paid money for a ticket to come sit in this man's face and scowl. Did you even listen to what he was saying? Like you had a bias. I'm going to buy a ticket. Just I'm going to go there and I'm just going to show him that. I'm, I'm, what makes you think that out of all the people in the room, he's going to give a fuck about you not laughing? Of all people, the arrogance of it. But 
when I when I mentioned like clan talk, that kind of reminds me like this is a is a stereotypical narrative that white people have used when it comes to hate speech, right? We say something. We say all the things that we feel like we want to say and we want to be heard. But Lord forbid you say something in opposition to that that's not even hateful. You're just saying, what is the point of what you're saying? What you're saying isn't healthy, it's not inclusive, it's not balanced, it's not structured in a way that's going to create productivity or growth. You're just saying things that are not beneficial to everybody and it's barely beneficial to you. And you say, how dare you speak such terrible rhetoric? It kind of reminds me of like when when Farrakhan went on, uh, what was it, Geraldo's show back mm-hmm. in the day? Man said absolutely nothing about hating white people at all. But even the white people in the audience is like, you're sitting here saying how like white people are terrible people. I never said that. I said, if you pay attention throughout history, you've done this. We're saying we're all racist. I'm not saying all of you are racist. I'm saying that a lot of things in this country are built on racism. I'm saying this. I'm saying this. I'm saying this. These are the things that I'm saying. And let me explain them in detail. Well, it sounds like you're no, but listen to what I'm saying throughout history. When it comes to certain communities that have been spearheaded by the non melanated folk, I don't care what type of identity they latch onto. There's a lot of, as I said earlier, victim mentality. I'm so eager to be the victim that I don't realize when I'm the bully. Sometimes you're the bully. Sometimes you got pun- he keeps punching me. Yeah, because you push that nigga into a locker every time you see him and he don't say nothing to you. Kind of like with the young man that happened in I want to say was it Georgia or Texas? I think it's Georgia. But the, the young man that was getting bullied came back to school, shot the person that was bullying him. And they're like, oh, he's a he's a school shooter because he's a black. They're like, no, he's not a school shooter. I got bullied by these dudes on multiple occasions and I shot at them, them and them alone. I ain't care about nobody else. I'm defending myself because I didn't got beat up on one occasion. I didn't got jumped on one occasion. I didn't got bullied on other occasions and I'm tired of them. So I came here willing to do something and you're demonizing me to make me look like an issue. But flip side, when it's somebody from your community that you identify with, you find every type of way to say, no, he's so many troubles and it's just not fair how they're depicting him. And he went through this and he went through that. It's kind of the same concept when it comes to the LGBTQ community and Dave. You keep pushing this man into the locker and he keeps saying, that's not cool. Stop doing that. Stop doing it. I am an artist. I'm a storyteller. When I get on stage, I'm going to tell stories. It just so happens that they happen to be truthful and I make them funny to help get the point across. But I haven't said anything to demonize you, but you keep pushing me. And then when you feel like you got hit in the mouth and all I did was tap your mouth as I fell backwards. Oh, oh salt. Yeah, it's. I don't, I think, you know, and I don't think anybody, you know, likes their truth being put up there, but he just spoke to me on, even when he said like things that like he just said, like, think and listen, it's like, it's not even this specific thing. It's the, the idea or the broad stroke that this incident can imply that this could, you know, create, like, even when he was talking about like, um, like fleshing out the idea of like the bathroom thing, Mm -hmm. it was like, that doesn't protect my family. Like, who gives a shit if you're a human being, you need to eat food. Basically, like, you walking around Walmart, I don't fuck with you. Or buy your food or whatever. Like, you coming in the bathroom with me 
and hiking your skirt up, like that does nothing for me. Don't lie and make this law for me. Like right. they're all really thinkable points. And it was just like, why are y'all so, you know, what? It's just, I don't know, like purposely missing the point I find to be an issue. Like I, I'm not even saying motherfuckers got to agree, but the, the weirdness of like an unspeakable thing. Cause it's like, that's, they can, you can do wrong. You right. can do an, a wrong thing. Nobody is above reproach or just conversation. Like, Hey, what about this? All right, cool. Like let's have, cause like even his, the, the fact that she passed is really unfortunate because to me, that was like amending. It's not even like, you know, and they said some terrible shit. Like he, he talked about berating and bullying her. No, he respected her as a comedian. And since right. she, like every comedian talks about you got out there and you was ass. He did not ever berate her. And I don't, I don't like how like it was just disregarded that if we're talking about somebody who, you know, belittles and, and, and shits on a community, he respected her identity from jump. He said, you you know, he shitted on her being a comedian, which I guess in a comedian's perspective, I respected you from jump because I'm not going to give you no pass. Like I didn't give Kevin Hart or somebody a pass Then I'm going to help you work on your comedy. Then you come and open up for me. Like I didn't even, this whole shit was fucking wild to me. That's, that's the part that boggles my mind. You saying that he bullied and down punched down on this community and this individual and berated her. It's like, but you missed the part where he said, I, I helped this individual. I expressed multiple times willingness to continue helping this individual. This individual had no prior experience on the level that I am, and I still gave them a platform and an opportunity. And still, even after they bombed, I may have talked some shit, but we all talk shit about each other. Hell, we talk shit about ourselves when we bomb. I know Dave has talked about going on stage and bombing, even as established Dave Chappelle. He's gone and bombed, and he's talked about it. But you bombed, and I still invited you backstage to talk to all these seasoned comedians in the game to help you understand your crowd not only are you glossing over that but you're also glossing over the fact that he gave her the opportunity to steal the show this is my show i'm still talking to this individual in the crowd and giving them their moment you bombed earlier when it was just yours this is my moment and i'm sharing it with you by way of using you for my comedy speech but also when you say something funny i'll let you get your flowers from the crowd i'll let you speak I'm making this an equal opportunity space, but you guys are glossing over that saying that he demonizes individuals like, no, I held this person up higher than where they were. Actually, I brought them up to my level and gave them an opportunity to see what this feels like. That's even like spoken about when the woman said in the tweet, he doesn't punch down like everybody else kept saying he punches, you know, whatever, like a cross. Yeah. I put my equal across. I hold. And if we're talking, you know, from a fight perspective or whatever, my rival, my equal, somebody of equal stature, like I'm punching across at you. I'm not bullying nobody below me. Right. And I don't know. I think like even outside of the Dave thing, I think across the board, that shit's a fucking uh, issue a bit. Cause like, you know, even the post we posted a couple days ago, got a lot of likes with like the woman making uh, more money stuff. Even this shit I saw today about, um, it was the one you sent where it was like um, women aren't basically women aren't safe spaces and like um, asking men um, to share why they don't open up to their women basically. Yeah, and all these conversations are like 
there has to be some level of discernment. Like one, check yourself. Like, am I coming into this angry? Cause I do that. Like, am I coming into this angry and hot? Like this motherfuckers at it again. These niggas talking about when not on my watch. Right. And All right. Once you realize you're coming in hot, like leave that shit at the door. And then it's not everybody bullying or shitting on y'all. It is motherfuckers to use the analogy, just punching across at their equal saying, this is what you do. Boom. Bring it to the table. Now, nigga, take the punch. A lot of times you just should eat those, learn how to whatever, and then you learn how to slip. But we're having now the real conversation and discourse. Now it's a sweet science. We're really dancing in these conversations to become, now we're sparring, to become better fighters. I'm not punching right. down on you. You're not swinging up to try to make a point. Nah, we're equals in this. Now, if you want to pretend you got beat up, then that's on you. Because a lot of these conversations we're having, everybody keeps acting like somebody. There's a difference between somebody shitting on you and somebody holding you accountable. Nigga, you're our fuck nigga. Like, you know, you're not gonna you're not an indefinite fuck nigga. Like you but at this current juncture, what she said, fuck nigga isms. Right. Great. Now you can now the issue is is now you can become a fuck you can unfuck yourself and ma'am, I mean depending on said, you know, issue just in this generic, you can choose to leave said nigga alone. Or if you're making this statement, make it from space of Allowing the person to do better. If you're going to hold it, if you're going to be a grudge person, if you're going to whatever, then I don't know, man, leave the motherfucker alone or go to war. Or at least just say, I'm here to go to war. Like if a nigga's gonna say these funky ass bitches, funky ass bitches, then at least my nigga just stand in your truth of, I just want war right now. I'm not looking for health and fixing it and betterment and none of that shit. Because now you out here kind of abusing people. That bitch has been a fucking dirty ass bitch. And you should have left if you couldn't handle it. Now, if you're going to let her forgive herself, then you forgive and you move forward. Otherwise, you're an abusive piece of shit. Right. Different perspective. They can say Dave is punching down. That means you have to punch up, right? So if punching, punching eye level, that's me and my equal, supposedly. Because you reference sparring. If I'm sparring, I'm sparring with somebody that I clearly know is not a hundred percent my equal. I can. I, you have extra protected gear on one because we're not really here to hurt each other. We're here to make each other better. But I know that I'm a couple notches better than you. But you can challenge me a little bit. So to a degree, you are punching up. But that punching up is an adversity and opportunity for you to establish yourself. So it may seem like, oh, you're punching down on me. So why do you view that as you getting pummeled as opposed to an opportunity for you to become better or for you to gain a better platform? Why are you automatically accepting that this person is in the corner punching down on you as opposed to, I'm just two inches taller than you? I guess, I'm, I'm not going to call it arrogance. That, I guess, once again, is a is an issue with discernment. Understanding when you are getting like bullied and when somebody is, hey, I get it, you don't like it. But let's flirt with like the challenge of this belief and ideal because you might be wrong. You have viewed yourself and this, that, and the third as this, and now somebody's fucking with that, and you mad. And this is not even a, this is not even remotely a trans specific thing because I'm just like I've said I've been watching these niggas, and it's like as a motherfucking man, we're supposed to. And you go, you know, you say well, I think I've said like one thing, and it's like, well, why are what makes you that? What the fuck you mean? All right, all right, nigga, like, y'all can have it because I didn't mean to, like, 
stab your fucking belief, but just poke it. Like right. you've never, you're not even a bad nigga. You just have ne- you because you sound like your granddaddy. You've never flirted with the idea that how you view kingship or whatever. This ain't it. Like even back to uh, the post or whatever about like women making more money or whatever. Niggas would fight up and down about that. And it's like, well, why, my nigga? Like, why are you? You just complained and you were up in arms and like beside yourself, not understanding your emotions in this relationship shit and not paying attention to that correlates to the way that you feel. Yeah. Or you want to feel. <laughs> Get me out of this country ass town with these bugs. <laughs> the way you want to be loved and appreciated, you can't access that if you run the relationship this way because that doesn't leave any room for that. You are. 14 hour shift ass, working ass, big piece of chicken ass nigga, where if you crack this motherfucker open, that lo- that lessens your your need to be Captain King provider. But it also opens up the challenge that, yeah, nigga, you got to talk now. You got to say that hurt my feelings now. You have to, you know, I'm a provider. And it's like, well, nigga, the money's good. So what you provide? And it's like, well, hey, by the way, bitch, I provide <laughs> understanding. I provide a great... You can now get into I'm a real nigga because and all them shit you listening in, loyalty and motherfucking that you be listening to them goddamn uh, whoever the fuck is popping now songs or niggas be saying that shit. Put that in a relationship though. Like I'm loyal to the, all the shit you are to the streets be to your household. Perfect. You're welcome. I fix relationships, niggas. Not even that of putting it in a relationship, but you get to sit back and discuss and define what that looks like as an individual. And then what it looks like as a unit, the, the benefit is like, say the, the conversation, the post you put up as far as women making more than men within the situation. I like Chico beans kind of perspective on it. It's like, yeah, it removes the barriers of the bullshit that we bring into relationships. Now we, now we are on equal footing. So when you talk about a situation like Dave, when you remove your your ego, when you remove your emotions and you see that he's approaching you as an equal, I'm talking to you like a normal human being. I am a comedian. Everybody gets these jokes, including you, including myself, because anybody that's watched his specials will see that he's joked on himself in his early career. And now he's a little bit more of a philosophical approach, political approach. But everybody gets the jokes, myself included, which means you are equal to me. If you remove your emotions, you're equal to me. So since you are equal to me, now what? Now now what are we discussing? What needs to be changed? What needs to be done? We removed all of the bullshit. Now we don't have that anymore. Now what? What's 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 the point that you have? And shout out to Demetrius Thomas for being extremely active in, in the chat. Oh. We appreciate it. We have to be able to defend our views without being upset about it. Some people simply want to understand that everything is an attack. Yeah, I think, but I I feel like that just has the inflexibility in your views doesn't mean that you wishy-washy as fuck. It's like, flexibility is, I leave room that, God damn it, if the motherfucker made a point, the motherfucker made a point. Now, the motherfucker point might not have to be, you know, all-inclusive, but that motherfucker made a point for the topic we're talking about right now. That shit matters. And if we're all these big multifaceted beings, then motherfucker, you can be uh what's some shit everybody's attached to? So you can be a goddamn Muslim 87% of your time. 
Now, if the motherfucking Buddhist principle hits right here, nigga, then goddamn it, we a Buddhist for this point. Right. Fuck off. It makes fucking sense. Don't be. That's just not how we get down. Now you are anchoring yourself to bullshit. You are incapable of growth, and you showing a motherfucker that to be with you, I will have to stop here. There is nothing that will. There's a difference between obviously like a challenge and a bird, and now you are anchoring a motherfucker down because you refuse to just. We didn't always done it this way. I'll add to that. I'll say not only that, but you're looking for a way to separate yourself. So you're not really looking for inclusion because instead of you saying, yeah, I have my stance or I have my chosen identity, but what you're saying makes some sense too. And I can embrace that and I can actually see how they correlate and how they may come from the same principles, how they may come even from the same place. They're just translated differently. I can see the connectivity and inclusion because I'm looking for inclusion. When I'm not looking for inclusion and connectivity, I'm looking for ways to separate. More times than not, when I'm arguing my point from a place of looking for separation, I'm looking to overstand you in this conversation. I'm trying to be superior to you. So part of that is when I'm not embracing your standpoint, my ego is telling me that I'm better than you and I shouldn't be accepting your point. So who's really the asshole in this conversation? Obviously that person, but. I think I made, I don't know if I made that reference earlier when you were, when it was like signed off, but I feel like it's like, cause I'd be struggling with, cause in my brain it makes sense, but verbalizing it might not always come out on top. Like it's, it's inception E. Mm-hmm. I don't know who hasn't watched inception go to hell, but um, <laughs> like, you know, all the complex shit that comes with the dreamscape and the blah, blah, blah. The point of inception is this small, simple idea is the basis of all these complexities that come into you as a person and blah, blah, blah. So if at your core, if right what you're talking about, overstanding or whatever and, and, and misunderstanding, if are you trying to connect with people or are you trying to dominate them? Because if your core is connection and love and embracing and, and all this unity from a relationship standpoint, whatever the relationship may be, then you're going into these conversations as, okay, I can take that piece. I'm going to set that piece. I can take that. If your core little spinny top is they try to fuck with me, I don't give a fuck how many smiles you put on it. I don't give a fuck how many big words you put on it. I don't give a shit how much stuff you've read because you've read it. You had to have read it from confirmation bias. You did not read that information for genuine understanding. You read it to that makes sense for what I want to get off. I'm going to go bust these motherfuckers in the ass. And it's like, it's crazy because you really left half the library on the, on the floor that would have shown light on a whole bunch of other shit, but your lens is still this. I don't give a fuck how you can pack this lens any which kind of way. You put all the attachments on it. It's still the same fucking weapon. If you're trying to use a weapon, which if you're trying to seek some sort of connectedness, there shouldn't be any weapons present to begin with. Ooh, D said being malleable. That's like my favorite. Yeah, I was going to go ahead and go ahead and read it for the people. Oh, what you guys described is open-mindedness that's seriously lacking in this day and age. People really believe that being malleable in certain aspects equates to being weak and easily manipulated, which is crazy because the literal, if you name five baddest motherfuckers out, period, one of those five baddest motherfuckers is Bruce Lee. Bruce's main bar was be like fucking water. And I don't know a more malleable substance on this motherfucker. Actually, in the literal speech, he was talking about that's literally water's strongest trait is to be a bottle. I could be a cup. I could be a lake. I could be a fucking ocean if I wanted to. Or I could be a goddamn shot glass. 
I'm moving, bitch. I can be anything. I can adapt to anything. I can be a part of anything because I am included in everything. Seeking inclusion. Water wow. tribe out, ho. Right. Seeking separation is, is part of the issue of this lack of malleability. People being rigid as fuck. Yeah. Like y'all about as flexible as somebody on my 600 pound life. Like that's how flexible y'all are emotionally. And that's part of the problem. Emotionally, psychologically. While we're like, we're getting into the whole like biophysical social fucking factors. Jump in there. I was reading that shit earlier. But like, yeah, all that shit matters, nigga. Like motherfuckers really be like, um, even fucking, uh, word to Robin. Like she sent me some shit. I sent the page some shit about, um, it was Angela Rye on the speech about. Um, I feel like everybody listens to the show and just never, never calls us. She was talking about like you know not. She was having a whole thing about people are like always dancing in black and white, one black and white. She's like, we're literally all maneuvering in shades of gray. And I almost threw my fucking phone all the way to Galveston because I was just like, fucking quote me, motherfucker. Like, right. damn. Like, give me the flowers. We say it every week. But yeah, it's just I don't know. This shit's just fucking. It's weird. Like I, 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 even reading today, I'm like, I always take back that, like, on a personal level, and definitely like in this particular field, you're like biased for these thoughts, for this thought process. And I understand that, like, our community is not the biggest on that. But when you hear, like, even in the barbershop, like, I hear people like y'all are touching on this and don't know what you're touching on. Then, like, it just pumps brakes when I don't know Jesus walking the room or but old fucking, uh, you know, me or whatever the fuck she said, just sneaks up. And I'm like, y'all are all, everybody's literally dancing around the fucking pool. Just jump in. Like, if you just would move this, it's really, it's something, it's, nigga, it's not even a door. It's a light curtain. If you just went this way, you'd be like, damn, it's a whole lot of motherfuckers in this room. Like, yeah, just go that way. But if I do that, then I have to adjust. If I do something that exposes me to something completely different. Say if I jump in, if I just completely immerse myself in this pool, I jump in the water, I have to be accountable to keep myself afloat. And I don't want to do that. That's crazy. Because once again, I feel like that's teaching because you could be scared of being afloat, but you have to be taught that nigga learning to swim and swimming is super fucking fun. Fuck floating. Like it's let's learn. I like, I'm going to teach you how to surf in the, in the context of like how you think, like that's think that's vastly more important. Like that shit we uh, was looking at earlier today. Like not to say I don't want a motherfucker to play football player or whatever, but it was a, it's a five year old white kid who's like Timberland, and like motherfuckers be like, oh, they need to. You don't know what the fuck they need to do, but I don't know if I could. I think that if, if anything, like I might not ever like be so caught up in teaching. Obviously, you want to teach your kids a specific skill, but teaching them how to think effectively is way. And I think that's the thing that we have like fallen on as like a community. And I definitely think like, that's why motherfuckers like Dave is important. Even if you don't give a shit about what he said, what he said is like, Oh shit. Somebody is thinking about any fucking thing like intently. Like it's hard to be funny and it's hard to be funny and poignant. And you have Dave Chappelle's and he's like in a lane, all his own, like, you know, people make, you know, Shots at Kevin, but I'm not here to shit on that nigga. But at a certain point, you start going, "Oh, this motherfucker lives are adjusting." Because there's a difference between 
I'll take the, like he even talked about, I'll take the hit, the $50 million hit up front to be the 60 million and fucking a bajillion whatever later to be completely authentic and free to, and I'm sensitive to that shit as fuck because of this here. Cause I'm just not, I'm not going to, I'm not going to sit up all day and come to a place to be like, well, you never know. Yeah, I know. I goddamn know this shit is dumb. This is bullshit. I know that shit. Well, fire this dick. That's what. I'm not going nowhere. Like, well, I can. You can disagree with me. We can come talk about it. But ain't no way. It's like ain't no way, boy. Like, don't say or do. Fuck off. Since we are approaching this this discourse that we are discussing, what would you say? Or I would say, how would you reconstrue? Dave's points to communicate differently to the LGBTQ community. I don't know that I would. <laughs> um, because I just, that's part of the issue to me is like, at some point you're catering to people who don't want to listen. And that is something that I know I'm, I think I'm partial to in general as a person. So I'm like, okay, man, I'll, you know, there's a, there's a, uh, there's a tweet from Carlos Miller's like, um, I don't feel bad for going off on you. I gave you 500 chances prior to before I nutted up. And it's like, I'm big on okay, Maybe I should say it this way. Maybe I whatever. So after like, I'm watching him, I was like, okay, we got heartfelt. We got stories. We got shit where it was like, he had mad time to go punchline, 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 knock him out the park. But it was like, let me set up the story and let me set up this, whatever. And I'm like, okay, fuck it. Nobody should have to explain that more than that like because the way he explained it i feel like the jokes actually might have got in in the way of what he if he was just talking to you on the street it would have been a long unfunny well not super conversation i feel like like, i'm gonna just throw funny in here for because i'm a comedian and i do that but it's like the conversation in and of itself was a conversation that was poignant it had a point it was supposed to go it's no, like there's nothing else to y'all can get mad. You're getting mad at the jokes and missing the part where it's like, I see you, motherfucker. I am an oppressed person. I see your struggle. I identify with it and I support it. What I don't support is this bullshit. Right. Like you, you silencing this. You are like you're doing the same thing. Even even in that point about Clifford, it's like nigga. Y'all are trying to trap me to have some issue, and it's y'all not even looking at the looking at the fact that you and me got the same struggle, bro. I don't give a fuck who's dick you suck. We're black out here. Like as as big of an issue as that is, and has been discussed for all Black Lives Matter. Dave just said that shit. Like he he spent a whole bit to go. We're the same motherfucker. Like same motherfucker out here. Shout out to D. True. They don't want to listen. If someone wants to be offended, they obviously will be, no matter what is said. That's when we get into tone policing. That's when we flip the table over. Because <laughs> as I'm just like, and I'm not looking for like conflict, but there's it starts to flirt with enabling this type of behavior, and it's like I don't know, you know, I, I wouldn't tell anybody to throw their livelihood away, and I'm not telling anybody to walks head first into any type of ridicule, but it's just like I'm a Dave, whatever version of it, David the fuck up. Dave is like, 
I'm rich as fuck. I don't have to be on Twitter. The internet doesn't exist. Right. Okay, cool. Oh, man, if you work at a Wendy's, you might not be able to do that, but you're able to it's a twofer. It's like one, don't punk out on other views. And two, that's time for you to evaluate your shit. Is this coming from, I'm going to stand for what I believe in. Is it a bigoty belief? Cause you got to be able to go out here and stand tough in the streets over it. So self-evaluate. We, are, we would have to do that all across the board. Cause one thing that, that sparks in my mind reading Demetrius Thomas's comment, it's not what you say is how you say it which I'm sure every man has heard at some point in time in some sort of discourse with a lady folk. It's not what you say is how you say it. The tone policing. You're not listening to the context. You're not listening to the content. You're emotionally reacting to how you think it sounds to you. You're completely disregarding what we're having this conversation for. So it's not just in conversations with, say, the LGBTQ community and enabling them and pandering to them and all these other things. Like in general, as a society, we have an issue with avoiding context. We miss opportunities when Dave or anybody else does something similar to what I talked to a client about in session this week empathetic accountability we have to understand how to express some empathetic accountability i can hold you accountable while also holding space for you i can be able to be supportive of you understanding of you being able to nurture you but also be able to be like hey you're still full of shit not like here they can Motherfuckers can barely do one of the other. You want to put them together. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Got high expectations of these niggas, don't you? Yes, I do. Because you are more than capable. Empathy or accountability. You said put them together. Put them together. Put them Because that's the only way that people learn. For uh, For us as individuals that have the ability to, there's no excuse for us not doing it. For those that are trying to gain the ability to do it, how do you get better at something? Practice, which means you still have to do it. So everybody should be doing it, whether you have the capability to or not. You have to flex those muscles. You know what's a good way to flex those muscles, folks? I'm not even saying go listen to somebody 100% against you, but listen to people smarter than you. And definitely people who say, like, if somebody definitely fucking fuck with that, Listen to that. Go find the fucking YouTube page where you heard them say that shit. You looked on Instagram and they said it for 30 seconds. Go watch the whole clip where they said it for 30 minutes. And then, I don't know, man. I don't know any other way except to go in. I'm not even saying going in wrong. Just go into some of these conversations or thoughts like, I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. I don't give a shit if you've been studying it for 40 years. Go watch this motherfucker and treat it like you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Right. Let them teach you something. I won't even say 100% you have to pay attention to somebody that's smarter than you because intellect is going to be subjective regardless. But I will say, kind of like with the debate, if anybody that's took a speech class or a debate class or anything of that nature, you take a topic and based on the topic, you're given a side and you're given a side. You're either pro or you're for. It doesn't matter what you actually believe in your heart. The assignment is... You have to find a way to argue this point that I'm giving to you, which means you have to understand both. 
So it doesn't matter if someone's smarter than you or not. I remember having this conversation back when Trump, before Trump won the election. You know, I'm approaching what Trump is saying, although I think he's a shithead, although I don't agree with him, I still want to understand. Like, oh, I can understand the premise of what he's trying to say. And he's not completely off about it. He's just delivering it in a very shit way because he's, you know, he's raised in bigotry. You know, he's surrounded by douchebag upper echelon type shit for for white folks he's in that high society even though he's not really part there but whatever but at the time like i'm not going to completely dismiss him because of the messenger because none of the messengers have ever been good the only good one we had for us was obama and even he would say some shit it's like uh if you do your research you know no diss you know you wait by comparison i would see great you know, you just got to think, you know, if I'm comparing, you know, stepping in a pool of piss by comparison to stepping in a bowl of shit. That's a lot better. But I'm still stepping in a pool of piss. Right. Just, just saying. It doesn't we're matter. To all poly, we're to all my poli side people out there. Right. Poly people too. Both. And polyamorous. Just poly love. Poly of, of all facets on the entire spectrum of poly from one extreme to the next. Shout out to them all. But yes, it doesn't matter who's piss you're standing in. It's still piss at the end of the day. So why not sit back and analyze, well, how did this shit get here and why is my foot in it? And what do I need to do to get my shoes clean or my feet clean if I was barefoot? Like you still have to sit back and pay attention to what's going on around you. Remove your bias and pay attention to the information that's being provided to you. That's the important thing. I don't care if somebody is completely disagreeing with you. That's where the the empathetic accountability comes into play. How can I also understand your point, but also hold you accountable for the bullshit aspects of it and vice versa. How can I seek empathy, but also allow myself to be held accountable? We all have to be able to do it. Now, Demetrius Thomas says, yep, I love debate class for that reason. It taught me to be analytical. I need to understand both sides before forming an opinion. Now it helps a lot. And I don't think we come on here and say anything that is, completely out of the ordinary at least not in my opinion this is be balanced but if we scream and and every community in this country is screaming equality asian community screaming equality lgbtq screaming equality black people screaming equality white folks screaming equality privileged folks screaming equality everybody's screaming the same thing but nobody's sitting back to look and say well, what does equality look like for you? And then what does equality look like for someone who is not in your position? Give me stuff. Make me feel good. <laughs> Peace to my ego. Everybody yeah, out so, here. Like, like at the start. Oh, shit, Lotus. I can hear you. What's up, Lotus? Um, <laughs> at least, I don't know, man, understanding... Well, being uh, being honest with yourself to understand what is your motivation. I'm looking for, you know, nah, stop fluffing it. Stop putting all the, this stems from anger, anger, this stems from ego, this stems from pride, this stems from, like, you're not being just in why you're doing this. There's not a, you're not, have, it's not from a, I don't give a fuck how you set it up, how you make it sound. This is from bullshit. And just acknowledge that it's from bullshit and then you can work on undoing it. You can literally, it costs you zero ninety nine to shut the fuck up. I can't stand, why can't you stand when niggas say whatever? Because niggas just be, what's his name? 
Darrell. All right, cool, man. Text that up with Darrell. Like, don't get mad. Man, I'm in. Bitches always stop. <clears throat> what are bitches really doing? Because what did, what did she really say that was bad? She said, I want to be, you know, loved. And she had a great understanding of what love, love looked like. Now, Misha was a goofy, funky, doghead bitch. What's that up with her? This woman is not that. Understand where your opinion's coming from. That shit is not, you not honest. It's not real because you just like, I'm a real about mine. No, you were a child. You were just dancing in fucking trauma. Fuck off into a, into a um, mental health facility where a licensed therapist can help you with your stuff. On that note, you guys take those gems, put them in your rings, take that out into the world and snap your fingers and get rid of half of the bullshit that you keep bringing into your own life. Or if you're Lotus, put them in like a fucking rose quartz dildo and like and sit on that. Spin on that thing. Spin around on it. Get that pH balance together because... Enlighten it through your orifices. All of them. Plug all the holes. Everyone. Two in the pink, <laughs> one in the stink, in your mouth, in your ears, in your nose, in your nostrils, nigga. Like all of that. Like put put them in everything. Thank you to D. We appreciate you. Thank you to Lotus. We appreciate you. Can you see? Uh, can you see, sir? Can you see the comments that pop up? Oh yeah, yeah. What's his name? Y'all are preaching that. Well, look, man, everybody be saying we'd be up here with dick jokes and shit. So, like, hey, y'all can get these gems and then also the dick jokes, too. I mean, the dick jokes are a part of, of the gem. Like you said, that's the that's the diamond-encrusted infinity dildo. Like, hey. Like Steven Universe. Absolutely. But, like, Damn, somebody's, somebody, uh, when y'all see this, somebody's going to rule 34 uh, Steven Universe and ruin yourself. Or better yourself. I don't know. Absolutely. Uh, an infinity gauntlet cockering. They gotta have one of those, I think. Somebody Lotus. has one themed somewhere. Uh, Lotus, let us know. I, I, why do I feel like you would be able to find that if it is at all gotta, possible? And you gotta fuck to the Avengers thing. Awful, 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 yet wonderful at the same time. Thank you all for tuning in to this episode of Just a Dope Ass Podcast on this wonderful, wonderful Saturday afternoon. Enjoy the rest of your evening. It's the ninth. Go celebrate something in my honor. Um, yeah, you know. We out here in mid mid thirties. We out here mid thirties, not stressing. No marriage, no kids, no baggage. We just out here lifting our own weight and be accountable for our own shit. I can appreciate that. But put your consultation fee on your nipples. Absolutely. Like thirty dollars consultation fee. Click the link in the bio right there. You take a nice trip, on that note, everybody, enjoy your weekend. We will see you guys back here on Monday. You'll be back on Monday, correct? 
Oh yeah, I'll come back tomorrow. So. Okay, so TJ will be back in the studio on Monday and you'll be able to see both of our faces live here in the Good News Talk studio. The best studio of them all, if I must say. Here on the Good News Radio app and also here on YouTube and Facebook Live. You guys enjoy your weekend. Be safe. Enjoy. See y'all later.